Yes, we are coming to you live on Wednesday, April 13th on YouTube, Twitch, and Gabe's Facebook because we are still banned from going live on our own Facebook page for a meme that I put out on Thanksgiving. It is me, her host, Evan, here with the infamous Gabe Montalvo, who is now COVID-free, hopefully, and ready to break down the latest in news and leftist idiocy. But before we get started, just a reminder to visit our website at EmpireStateConservativeNetwork.com for links to all of our episodes and Snowflake Melting Merch, guaranteed to make leftists cry the proceeds of which go back into spreading conservatism in New York and fighting leftist tyranny. So, Gabe, a lot going on. Um, Minnesota, once again, in flames. Just absolute. At just it. At this point, it's not even about what it oh, was. Right, let me slow down. I'm going to slow down. For a second. <laughs> it's on the left. It's never been about what the actual situation is. It's about. There's a black man shot by police, riot, burn down the city, demand defunding the police. This scenario, while is extremely tragic, is not in any way related to or have any kind of similarities with the George Floyd case, which is now being adjudicated in court. So we're not going to go touch into that until all the evidence is presented and then we can go over it a little bit more. But we have seen the body cam footage of this. Um Gabe, why don't you give me your take first on what you saw in the body cam footage, and is the rioting justified? Well, rioting is not justified. I would say that the rioting, rioting by uh, no means is justified. Um, you know, and sure, we can uh, go play semantics about what happened with uh, January uh, 6th, and if that was condoned or not, but we've already covered that. Uh, in looking at the body cam footage of what happened uh, to Mr. Uh, Wright, uh, and what happened to, um, you know, now he, he passed away. Uh, it was not racism. It was negligence. My, For my opinion, this was a negligent police officer who was not aware, uh, didn't have any situational awareness of their surroundings. And, you know, she says that she mistook her, her, um, her firearm for her taser. She shot him and then said, oh, crap. I'm paraphrasing here, but oh, crap. I, I, I shot him and drove off. This was just, in my opinion, maybe she was, I'd say carelessness, but maybe she just wasn't prepared for a situation like that. I understand that Minnesota in general has probably had, the police officers are probably very much so on edge because of just everything that's been happening over the past year uh, when it comes to police reform and the argument of police brutality. Um, and, you know, and you have another black American male that wants to, you know, that's resisting arrest, trying to flee the crime scene when he had a warrant out for his arrest for uh, illegally, uh, you know, carrying a weapon uh, in public without a permit. So it was already approaching a potentially dangerous person. I'm not saying that he was a bad person by nature, but if you're, if you have an illegal pistol, a Ruger pistol, um, you know, and you're flashing up gang signs and that's in your profile, you know, you could be a potentially harmful person, but that does not excuse uh, any sort of looting, any sort of rioting. And you, when it comes to the police officer, th th I think she should be tried. And I don't think that the union should step away. We, this happened minutes away from where George Floyd died. This is going to set off the country for a while now, personally, I think. Yeah, I mean, this, this whole thing was a complete disaster. And first to get in, you know, to Dante Wright, again, 
This is not this innocent person that you keep seeing this photo of him with his child like he's 12 years old. He wasn't. You know, look at the video of him making, was it Instagram or Facebook videos of him with, with, with guns? He has multiple arrests. He had multiple run-ins with the law. He had, you know, assault. He had all these other things. This is not an innocent person. Once again, not an innocent person. And what's the first narrative that got put out? The, oh, the passenger of the car said, oh, he was pulled over for an air freshener. No, no. It wasn't ha that wasn't what happened. He got pulled over for expired tags, and he had a warrant out for his arrest. That's what happened. That's what started this. Again, does not justify the ending, but if you watch this video, there's a big problem when it comes to use of force with tasers and guns. So we've seen this before. They actually made a movie. Uh, was it Fruitvale Station? And they tried to make it seem like this officer just murdered Michael, G. Michael B. Jordan's character. But in reality, the guy thought he was reaching for his taser. And you can see it actually in the video of him trying to unlock his taser and then pulls the pistol. He's trying to unlock the taser, but it's a pistol. They don't unlock the same, which is why police training is supposed to be taught to carry your pistol. Um, your taser is supposed to be carried in a completely opposite area of your body from your firearm. So you can't mistakenly draw a firearm when you're going for your pistol. So it's either carried on the opposite side or carried in the front. You hear her on the video yell, taser, taser, taser. Clearly, she thought she was drawing the taser. Bad training, bad training, improper procedure. That's what leads to these things. You know why there's bad training? Because you've defunded the police. You need to fund the police and force them to use the money on training. This is what every single police officer that I speak to about all these things. Every single time they go, we need more money, but it has to be force allocated for training because no one wants to spend money on training. Because they don't want to pay people overtime. They don't want to pay people for extra days to go train. They don't want to do it. But you have to do it because then you get mistakes like this. And they're going to riot. And they're going to burn down the city for another scumbag. Listen, again, didn't deserve to die by any stretch of the imagination. When you have warrants out for your arrest, don't start fighting the police and try and jump in your car. First of all, even if she had went to her firearm, she actually probably could have got just probably could have been a justified shooting because you this guy has been known to carry a firearm. He has a warrant out for that fi for carrying that firearm. And now he's diving into the car when you're trying to arrest him. Any person in their right mind, if you put two white people, if you made them both white, I guarantee you any person that who's crying about Dante Wright would go, oh, yeah, no, he probably was going for a gun. But she didn't even try to do that. She was trying to tase him. And they're going to riot. They're going to burn down the city over this. And they're going to go, oh, he's another George Floyd. He's another Trayvon Martin. He's another Michael Brown. These are all completely different scenarios. They are, have nothing in common except for the fact that it was a white officer. Oh, Trayvon Martin wasn't even a white officer. But all these other scenarios, it's the only similarity is that it was a white officer and a black man. It's absolutely ridiculous to compare any of these situations. And it's, it's just, it's really is just inviting more chaos. So they, Minnesota really needs to clean up their act with police training. And you know what Jim stat, I know, or you know, I'm not going to say, it, but you know what Jim status would say if he was on the show right now. Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're, we're trying to stay, we're trying to keep uh, the little bit of, um, little bit of not shadow banning space on our social media as, as much as possible. We're trying to cling to the isle, our island here. So, um, maybe we shouldn't quote status right now, but we should have him on a show uh, soon or at yeah, some definitely point next week. Cause I'm getting my shoulder surgery tomorrow. So I'm going to need somebody to help carry the load. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's okay. 
I'll find another place to be a co-host for that appreciates my work. I'm gonna bl- I'm gonna get you blacklisted. Oh well, yeah, like that hasn't happened already. <laughs> I blame you. Um, but I, I actually uh, did some uh, some tweeting, um, and I put one of the that I said was, um, "How does looting bring any justice to the situation? Uh, it doesn't. It's just ra- It's just a race baiting excuse used as a get out of jail free card." And you can't tell me that there's a difference. If you're going up and down the street, say we need police reform or whatever, police brutality needs to end. And uh, well, that's a protest. That's what that's you're a protest. To do. That's a movement. Not hey, let's go to GameStop, loot there, Little Caesars, Walmart. Like let's go to the, you know big box chain stores, which has which have ironically four games, dude. Come on, those things are expensive, man. Any listen, excuse to get some new games. The amount of times that customers have asked me before, oh, do you got the PS5 in stock? I'm just like, no. And it's not in stock just because, you know, just because a, a national tragedy happened either. Uh, so you're not going to find it in the stock rooms. We're not holding on to it. It is having troubles uh, being manufactured currently. Uh, but aside from that, there is no justification. What this does is it's proving a negative stereotype about people. This gives racists, actual racists, gives horrible people ammunition to say, see what these people are like, see what they're like. And it's not just black people. It's anyone who participates in these types of things. Hell, search it out with a white liberal, a typical white self-hating liberal. That's a reverse, that's, you know, like a, a reverse on it. Or whoever just takes a part of it. But if you see the majority of your community going out there, and uh, looting and writing and thinking that it's justified, that's an issue. And that's not sending the right kind of of message. That's just taking advantage and propping up somebody's death as a reason for you to do what it is that you think that you want, you know, give you what to succumb to your vices. And it's really something in my, that I will say is disgusting and is unacceptable. This should never have happened. If people wanted to organize in March, go for it. But we even saw people jumping on top of cop cars. What the hell does that prove? That could that could also be taken to the extreme by a police officer if they felt like their lives were being threatened. Setting these these guys also set up barricades. They try to light things on fire. They launch fireworks at police officers and other types of explosives. Like that, that's not a movement. That's a riot. It's the same thing we've seen in every major city, though. And like our super, new super fan, Ronald, said, most of the people doing damage in Minneapolis are white. And it's the same thing that happened in Portland. It's the same thing that happened with all of these shootings. Is Antifa goes in and all these groups and all these supposed allies of the black community. And they go in and they burn these neighborhoods down. What benefit do you have of burning down your own neighborhood because you are pissed off that someone was shot by the police? Regardless of the scenario. What benefit is it to you to burn down your neighborhood? It doesn't make sense. And then guess what? After that, crime always skyrockets. They had 10 people hospitalized because of these riots. They had two people shot and killed. Two people shot and killed. How does that help anything? It doesn't. But all we see on the news, and President Biden's not helping. You see this nonsense? He did the same thing, almost exactly the same thing Obama did during Michael Brown. He came, Biden comes down and he goes, you see the video and it's, it's very graphic and you have to wonder whether, whether it was done on purpose or by accident. It's clearly an accident. You idiot. She's yelling taser. 
meaning she's trying to deploy her taser. It's not, it's not, a listen, it doesn't make it any, it really doesn't make it any better. The man is still dead. She's resigned, which 100% support, but it does, it's, it's not the same. It's not like she ran out there, yelled the N-word, and shot this kid in the face. That's not what happened. He's resisting mm-hmm. arrest. They're trying to gain control. She tries to pull her taser. She makes a, a mistake due to poor training because her body is trained. I guarantee you she's gotten many more hours pulling her firearm than pulling her taser. And if her taser's on the same side, mm-hmm. guess what she's going to pull? She's going to pull the firearm. Right. It's muscle memory. That's what's going to happen every single time. So it comes down to right, poor no. training. It's clearly an accident. Right. I agree. And when you look at, I feel bad for her is really what it is. I feel bad that she's in this situation, but what winds up happening is that you're, that you have sparked something that could have been easily prevented with this better train that you're talking about. And what that means is that now, just like Chauvin on her hands, rests set off this powder keg. This racial tension again, it's not going to go away. This will spark other things and other incidents that happen across other states, other cities across this country. The National Guard was sent in to fix this. I know the National Guard has been used a lot lately. But when you now have to have the military for everything because the police can't handle it. Is that right? That's not right. Because you've defu- because they've defunded them and they've guess right. how many and they lost what it was like three hundred officers resigned the second they they passed that thing to defund the police and then you have these idiots the mayor of that area of, of Minneapolis saying oh police officers don't need firearms on every traffic stop you don't know what's going to happen on a traffic stop you don't know what's in that car. You can't leave mm-hmm. the gun in the car and then go, oh, he pulled the gun on me. Can you wait one second? I'm going to go back and get my gun. <laughs> These people are dumb. You hear Rashida Tlaib? Rashida Tlaib said we need to end policing and end incarceration. It, it... What, what? So there's no that, – that's not a fix. This, again, again, this is what the Democrats do. This is what the left does. You cry, 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 and you have no solution. Zero solutions. Because your actual narrative is that this is a systemic problem, that this one accident is linked to every single police shooting. Okay, it's linked to every single police shooting. Twice as many white people are killed by police every year as African Americans. Twice as many. No right. one, no one's riding. Like, no, come on, let's true. just be real. It's it's all about a narrative. It's all about pushing division. It's and at the end of the day, it's all about voting Democrat because the Democrats are claiming that they're going to fix it when they control every single one of these cities and every single one of these police departments that these shootings happen in. They control every major city that's had a police shooting. They control every single, almost every state that has had these police shootings. It's absolutely ridiculous. They they take your they shake your hand with one hand and they stab you in the ribs with the other. Right. What we've seen in Minneapolis, sorry not Minneapolis, in Minnesota in general. I, I mean, the fact that it happened so close to where George Floyd uh, passed away is is a sad, very very sad coincidence. Well, it's and, a crappy part of town. Yeah, but at the same time. People need to realize, I, I can completely see why a person would say, oh, 
well, the police make me feel nervous. I could get that. That's a person of authority with a weapon coming towards you. But know that if you're ideally that if you're a law abiding citizen, in this case, uh, Mr. Wright wasn't. Well, but Gabe, Gabe, the, before you even go on to this, the problem is they don't tell the truth about the people that are getting shot by the police. They make it seem like these are innocent people who've never done anything wrong in their life. So the average person goes, oh, my God, they're going around shooting innocent black people. So, the you know, the average African-American citizen who's just a normal human being just trying to live their life is now terrified of the police for no reason. Don't mm. be a criminal. If this guy had never committed a crime, he never would have been. He never would have gotten to this level. He would have pulled over for the expired tags. They would have wrote him a ticket, and that would have been the end of it. But because right. he's a criminal with a warrant, it escalated, and this tragic mistake happened. Mm -hmm. George Floyd, criminal, high on drugs, escalated. Jacob Blake, criminal. Michael Brown, criminal. Trayvon Martin, committing a crime. Oh, like, don't don't be a criminal. It's it Gabe. I can't. I don't even know the last time, if there ever was one, where it, someone was shot by a police officer. It, it might have been Amado Diallo. Amado Diallo did nothing. He was reaching for his wallet. But I, that might have been the last one that I remember, where it was just a normal citizen who had no criminal history, just murdered, unarmed, murdered by the police. I, I mean, if someone else has another one, please let me know. But and if it if it happened, they're not talking about it. Mm. Right. And when it comes to when it comes to the idea of how we present these people, I would never want my kids to grow up to be George Floyd. I would never want my kids to grow up to be Mike Brown. And it's not a racial thing, a, a racial prejudice as to why I'm saying this, but it's because with Michael Brown, I don't want my kids to shoplift. And to, to, you know, to then go assault a police officer, try and take their weapon. With George Floyd, I don't want my kids skipping town. Sorry. Yeah, skipping town with their family, doing drugs, being porn stars, or doing threatening pornography. Threatening pregnant women. Threatening pregnant women, sexually assaulting women. I don't want that. And it's nothing to do with their race. It's just that these particular people made, these two people in these instances that I'm talking about here, made their decisions in life. Nobody forced Michael Brown. No one, no one was said, hey, I dare you to go punch the cop. No one said that. No one told George Floyd, hey, take some fentanyl, take some more drugs. But we but the the, the majority of my of, of minorities that support this idea and uh, and the woke liberals that support this that support these people, they don't see objectively the these people for who they are, for what they've done. Because they, only, they care only care that they're black. They only care that they're black and they only care that they've been killed by the police. And they only see the nicest photos that they can find of these of, of these guys. They'll show oh you their God. picture with the kid, Dude, how much he was a caring father. That was the worst. The Trayvon Martin was the worst. The Trayvon Martin picture is when he's like 12 years old and he was like 19 and like 6'3 with grills and looked like a Looked like a he looked like a straight gangbanger. Like it's absolutely ridiculous the way they play this. But it's dude, it's until they're gonna start telling the truth about both sides of the scenario, both sides of the situation. It's it's not gonna get any better. We're gonna have the same outcome.
because they use these people's deaths. Look at it. Freddie Gray. Freddie Gray was a crack dealer. Obama invited his parents to the White House. That is disgraceful. That is absolutely disgraceful that the parents of a known crack dealer were invited to the White House. <laughs> George Floyd was given a gold casket. This man threatened to shoot a pregnant woman in the stomach. A gold casket during COVID when people weren't allowed to have funerals. He had a public memorial with a gold casket. He had like five funerals, didn't he? It's, like five it's, memorial it's, really, it's disgusting and it's all done to push division because if it was a scenario where it was an innocent person who was murdered by a police officer there would be no division because every single person in the country would be on the same side mm -hmm. yeah no i mean and this is where um what is his, i believe his name is charles barkley espn yes i love charles he, barkley he recently uh, made a lot of uh, waves uh, because he said that it's not just Republicans or Democrats. Uh, they don't really care about you. They just care about pushing this. Uh, this they ma keep making money off of the idea that we should hate each other as, as blacks and whites and as, you know, uh, different because of the difference in our skin tones. Um, no, I, I wouldn't say it's all Republicans, but I will say it's almost all Democrats. Uh, because they're the ones that control the media. They're the ones that have millions of people listening to, tuning into them on Twitter, on social media, uh, on CNN. You don't get Republican airtime if they're not on like Fox, if they're on Fox and Shore, and maybe if they're on Crowder when he isn't banned, and if you subscribe to Ben Shapiro, which is by a paywall. Sometimes you'll get some nice interviews on the Sunday special. Ben Shapiro does great work. But Shapiro but, you can listen to for free. Yeah, but then, you know, at times he shifts away because you didn't buy his sponsored gold. He always has some gold he wants you to invest in. Is that, was that a Jew joke? No. Well, <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay, okay, I know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe his sponsors. I don't know. They maybe. Either way, he pushes you to buy gold and silver. If not, you have to join the dailywire.com. You have Anyways. to diversify your investments, Gabe. That's just good investing advice. That's, that's what's passed. That's what you really look. I'm telling people, that's what we really learned in Hebrew school. It's all about good investing. You know, rabbis tried to get me to Hebrew school, actually. They thought I was Jewish in uh, elementary and middle school. You look like you could be Israeli. Ah, all right. That's nice. So what is that? Krach Mada? Israeli Krach Defense Maga. Force. <laughs> you mean yeah. yeah, yeah. That thing. You know. Uh, but... Uh, Let's see here. Moving on to, I think, uh, I think we covered a bit of uh, a lot about the Minnesota incident uh, and our thoughts. And I think this is uh, news that it's coming of uh, coming out today. Uh, President Biden is suspected to make an announcement. He might be doing it currently, but I don't think so. Throughout this week, sometime this week, uh, throughout the week of the thirteenth, he will be making an announcement that he wants to withdraw all of his troops or all of the U.S. Armed Forces, from Afghanistan by the uh, 20th anniversary of 9-11. Uh, now, it's important to note here that this is violating the treaty that President Trump made with the Taliban in the area, saying that all U.S. forces will exit by May 1st. Evan, what are your thoughts? So, I, before, I forgot, I completely forgot about that treaty with the Taliban. So, even before that... All I could think of was 
they're going to play this like Joe Biden is this amazing humanitarian peacekeeper. And on the 20th anniversary of 9-11, he brought our troops home. Just mm -hmm. as like this giant like FU after he was like bombing the Middle East like two weeks ago. And then I was thinking, well, ISIS is going to is going to ISIS popped up again. They're going to keep spreading. And then mm -hmm. you just mentioned that he's basically violating the treaty that was signed. And I get guarantee you, he doesn't care. He'll just gonna be like, oh, well, you know, uh, we don't really, uh, you know, the thing and, um, you know, Trump bad and all those other things. <laughs> and Jeff Pisak, he'll be like, oh, we weren't aware of that tree. Let me circle back to you after I get some answers. But no, yeah, I was, I'm all say. for bringing our troops home. I'm all for not having them overseas when we don't, they don't need to be overseas. Um, mm -hmm. ISIS is a real threat. That is something that is very important. If we do have a treaty with the Taliban, we should uphold it because if we turn our back on them, Look what's going to happen. You know, it's we've had we haven't had any issues with Afghanistan. We haven't had any of these things. Um, the, the bad guy's been ISIS. The Taliban hasn't been the issue. So the last thing we want to do is make another enemy. But, you know, it's if he's violating treaties, that's a problem. You know, he's got to he should probably address that. Yeah, I mean, well, <laughs> I think that when it comes to Jen Psaki blaming uh, Trump on something, she's probably going to be like, well, he didn't leave the instructions here for Joe and the White House. Uh, desk in the Oval Office desk here. She so. is absolutely the worst press secretary I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> like, just, she's terrible. Like, I could yeah. go up there tomorrow and just do better without even a briefing. She's terrible. She just, like, she, she just lies. She lies all the time. Like, I, yeah. it's, it's unbelievable how often she lies and how often she's unprepared. She's a little bit more prepared now because she just throws a lie in there. But it's just, it's like, blame Trump, lie, or just say you don't have the answer. Pretty much. I mean, I would like for the answer to come out as much as she blames conservative Twitter. How dare conservative Twitter, as she says, uh, try and get answers on what's happening at the White House. How dare Are we ask for conservatives left on Twitter? Besides <laughs> Gabe? Dude, we're still banned <laughs> from going live on Facebook. This is ridiculous. Uh, listen, I as soon as I got my second slap on the wrist from Instagram, I'm like, I haven't even gone live again because I'm like, I don't even want it anymore. This is stupid. Um, I got I got three warnings three days in a row, my personal page and our page for the same meme from Thanksgiving. It's a joke. It was Jeffrey Dahmer saying the government can't tell me how many people I can have for Thanksgiving dinner. Remember, Jeffrey Dahmer tried, uh, you know, he ate people. Like it's a joke. It's clearly a joke. It's clearly Jeffrey Dahmer. Banned. Thirty days. Well, you were. I, well, you could have strike back. With, that was forty-five days ago. Yeah, we're still. You could try and strike back and say that that was part of your. Uh, that was part of your like your your personal culture, your personal belief. Maybe that religious uh, beliefs that people should be able to eat people on Thanksgiving. There we go. I mean, <laughs> aren't you having like a Viking wedding? Probably something you can find on that cannibalism, maybe. Um, but you can figure it out. I can swing. It. <laughs> going back to going back to your uh, what we're talking about here in Afghanistan. Uh, listen, I uh, first time we tried to pull out with Obama. Uh, what is it? But like in 2012, we just left everything there, and then we we're like, all right, well, guess who took it? Uh, well, that's usually what happens when you pull out. I can't tell if that was a euphemism or if you're being serious. Yeah, that was a euphemism. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so, it is time to, that we that we send the troops home, but we we need to realize that um, Trump was the one that was pulling troops out already. 
He was the one that was withdrawing troops. He was the one that started to downsize our presence in the Middle East, doing peace talks over there, getting Israel to sit at the table with other countries that they haven't been friendly with, bringing them to points where saying, you know what, maybe we can coexist. Maybe we can find peace in the Middle East. And now Biden's here, hop, skipping away, saying that this will, and everyone's going to give him credit for it. But as you said, Evan, he was dropping bombs on people. He was, and that's where you had the two recent terrorist attacks here in the country. The one in the Capitol building where, the, where this guy tried to drive through mowing people down. And then in Colorado, shot up, he shot and killed like, what, 10 people? But the news didn't continue to cover it only because it wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't white. white. But, they, tried to, okay. they tried to say he was white. They tried to Tariq, say he was white a lot. Tariq Nasheed came out on Twitter and was like, oh yeah, it's a white guy. It's a Middle Easter still considered white, so therefore they're trying to push this on the Only black. Only when they're man. terrorists. If they're terrorists, they're white. But if they're getting bombed, they're people of color. That's how they do it. Uh, that, that's a that's a fair point. Uh, so our official count uh, is two thousand five hundred troops still in Afghanistan, which is very small com- considering like we've had tens of thousands uh, before, and now. It turns out, this is per the American military uh, news, turns out that the Pentagon actually forgot to include an extra thousand troops that were over there. So our count is about 3,500. So they were just going to leave them there? Oh, yeah, guys, you can find your own way home. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm. this is going to be 20 years now since we've been in Afghanistan. I'm 22. Yeah, I was two when 9-11 happened. So, like... I have lived this war. I have family members that have served as uh, you know as well. So this is just this is something that I guess I can say that I grew up with and is a part of life. And I don't really remember it getting in the beginning, yes, but towards the middle and now I don't really see it getting a lot of news coverage. I don't really see that being played. I believe that the news should have done a better job in highlighting acts of valor from our soldiers and our troops over there. The media should have also highlight you know said said. Today we lost so and so. Honor, honor our troops. Honor the people that we have over there. I well, mean, they, they started downplaying it when Obama became president because it was insanely unpopular. So they, they, what they did was they went, "Oh, George Bush, terrible guy. Look, war, war, war. Oh, Obama's in office. Let's just stop talking about it." And if we don't talk about it, it doesn't happen. You get it, Gabe. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it really pisses me off. And this is something that actually yesterday. Tucker uh, brought on Tulsi Gabbard, and I'm not sure if you saw it, Evan, but they were talking about, well, they were talking about the situation that's happening right now in Eastern Europe. Russia has been increasing its size on the Ukrainian-Russian border. Uh, They're moving in a lot of their ships, like 10 ships into the Black Sea, um, which is prompting the U.S. to have already potentially moved two warships there. Uh, per Biden's request, Turkey gave that information to Reuters. Um, and Tulsi Gabbard was basically saying, like, we need to not, like, encourage Russia. Angela Merkel, uh, leader of the Fourth Reich, Germany and the European Union, uh, decided to give Vladimir Putin a phone call herself and say it's time to de-escalate. Uh, so right now, everyone's ca- not kowtowing, but everyone is trying to tell Putin to pull back to where the Kremlin and Moscow has released statements saying they have to move their troops at their discretion. But I, today, I, I know what Putin's response was when he got that phone call. Two words. Shut up. Yes. 
Right. Okay. Good. And <laughs> I really don't think that if this happened during the Trump presidency, that we would have seen so much time and deliberation. Trump would have said, "I'm flying there right now," or he would have called days ago. The readout for what happened just came out. It was. It takes two weeks to confirm that you you're going to be sending your.、Uh, Your ships into the Black Sea, your warships into the Black Sea to Turkey after submitting a request. So we might have already seen that Biden knew about this situation. Ukraine, the Ukraine has already reached out. They're seeing tanks, armored vehicles, helicopters, and landing ships amassing near them, and they're asking for help. And Biden just now is able to get on the phone. Why was Angela Merkel the first one to call Putin? Was she that? Was she going to? Was she the first wave of of just like you know of, of politicians coming and saying, "Hey, you know, you need to stop this right now." If not, well, Joe, have Joe probably couldn't figure out how to use the phone. I mean, I'm sure. But, I mean, in reality, there's an issue in Ukraine. Just send Hunter, right? Or we could send. We could send the smartest、Kamal. guy that Joe knows. He's the smartest guy Joe knows. The guy who admitted to smoking Parmesan cheese when he was high on crack. He's、yeah. the smartest guy that Joe Biden knows. Just send Hunter; he'll fix it. That's why I got all that money from Burisma, right? Or we can,、uh, and I think a great、uh, duo or tag team. Read into that if you'd like.、Um, okay. This would be、uh, Hunter and Her Majesty、uh, Kamala Harris. Oh God, Kamala Harris doesn't any. First of all, Kamala Harris would go in a second because it means she wouldn't have to go down to the border to help fix that. I thought she well. She's gone down on many things, but not down to the border. I mean, she's really good at going down. That's how she got a job in San Francisco. But、uh, yeah, well, I, well, at least this time she'll be going down second, not first. Oh God! Wait, are we talking about the same thing? Potentially. I don't know. Is Hunter still smoking crack? If anyone、yes. knows if Hunter is still <laughs> smoking crack, then yeah, she's probably going down second. Well, he has a nice new teeth now, like his father. Jeez! It only took one SNL skit for Joe to get new dentures. Oh God, she's absolutely ridiculous. Guy, he he lied on a firearms background check and just yeah, let's just let that go. Yeah, I mean, there's there's nothing that we can say now that Joe Biden has been protected. The Trumps, Ivanka Trump, Don Jr.,、uh, Kushner. I guess he's a Trump, right? Yeah, he's he's married. He's a Trump man. Yeah, he's a Trump.、Uh, he should have taken her name, honestly. He should have. I mean, that's a, that's a name you should have. She didn't take his name. Screw that. I mean, She if knows I、power. was marrying Ivanka Trump, I would take her name. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there there are certain circumstances here that you know kind of lead you to the golden goose when all is said and done. But none none of them could have gotten away with this. Hell, they were trying to crucify Gilfoyle and、um, Gilfoyle and and Don Jr. For like the longest time, even though they were pretty much a power couple, I would say they would always bash on Laura Trump. They'd always bash on on、um, on、uh, Melania. Just the whole family, all the all the all the Trump family was open season. Thank God they took it easy on Barron, but they tried. The media did try,、uh, but like with with Hunter, he just gets a pass. Hell, he gets a pass on everything because because his bro- because his brother died. He gets a pass on everything. Yeah, Bo, Bo seemed like he was a great guy. Bo was a seemed like he was a great guy, but you know what?、Uh, what Hunter did? 
slept with Bo's wife. His dead brother's wife because he thought it would bring him back. That's what happens when you smoke crack, people. Parmesan cheese. And I'm sorry. Where's her responsibility? That is true. She's also a terrible person. Then again, I don't think that it was much of an option. I think it was kind of like maybe a... Well, Lewinsky... Well, I think it was... uh, Listen, sexual assault runs in that family. And that's what I'll say. I mean, I think it could have kind of been like, hey, if you want anything, you're going to now marry Hunter Biden. That'd be just too obvious. Yeah, and then Hunter went and banged an Alabama stripper and had an illegitimate child with her. <laughs> you, can, you, you could fact check it, people. It's been proven. DNA tested. This show has certainly gone off the rails. Yeah. Um, so we were talking about Russia, right? Yeah. So Russia's, Russia's bad. Uh, yeah, but if, 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 Trump, if Trump did any of this stuff, right, even just making the phone call, they'd be like, oh, Trump's going to start World War III. Oh, my God, he's trying to start World War III. But anything that Joe Biden does, oh, my God, he's so amazing. It's so great. Dude can't walk up a flight of stairs. Come on. This guy said that the Constitution, oh, sorry, the amendments, which are part of the Constitution, they're not in any lesser part of the Constitution, are not absolute. He's basically <laughs> telling you that the rules that the government has to abide by are not absolute. He's a thousand percent wrong. One thousand percent. The Constitution must be abided by. That is the foundation of the government. That's literally what the Constitution is. It tells the government what they can and cannot do. The Bill of Rights tells them what they must protect and what they cannot infringe upon. Cannot infringe. I understand how we've got to teach people English all the time. They are absolute. The amendments to the Constitution, the Constitution is absolute. It is the law of the land. If a, a politician thinks that the Constitution does not apply to them, that is the definition of tyranny. Joe Biden is one step away from being a full-blown tyrant. Well, Joe Biden, uh, you say he can't even walk in, uh, up a flight of stairs. I didn't even think he could walk into North Korea like jo- Donald Trump did. In they contrary, they didn't have any respect for him. They wouldn't even. They wouldn't even let him. They'd be like, "No, we're not accepting you." They, no one has contra- any respect for him. Well, it's also in contrary to remember what Hillary Clinton said. You need someone seasoned, a seasoned diplomat like me. To hand to North Korea, you can't just walk in and the man did it, the madman did it. That's amazing. Um, you want to hit one more quick little story? Fine, just before quick. we. All right. David Hogg failed with my pillow. Oh, he gave up. Was it like two weeks in? Two months. Two months. What a joke. This guy's such a hack. First of all, he got he got famous because he what cried on TV when his when him and his classmates who bullied Nicholas Cruz into murdering a bunch of people and then claimed that you know you should just ban all guns. It's ridiculous. This guy's a joke. He, he never was had recording any from like the other building. The whole thing's a joke. It's it's ridiculous. What happened, to Emma Gonzalez? She disappeared real quick after people called her out for for bullying Nicholas Cruz. Yeah, and then she, just she shaved her head again. Him. Yeah, she shaved her head again. That's probably what she did. Yeah, it's it, it's a whole joke. David Hogg's never been successful in anything that he's ever done in his entire life. He's a joke. He has no basis for anything, and he's complete. He's a moron. He's been successful in swindling people and grifting. Eh, well, that yeah. too, but making money off of the tragedy that happened, I would say more so to others. I'm not going to be on the other side of the building and say that I was a school. I was a, you know like a shooting survivor, and I wasn't near the situation like all right, listen everyone copes with grief their own way 
and this guy just happened to make a bunch of money off of it. He's uh, a dirtbag. With- you see that time he posted, he goes, how many AR-15s did Jesus have? And then someone put it underneath like, none. That's why he was murdered by his own government. <laughs> you see... Can't, you see, it's easy. It's easy with these with these guys. Uh, but he said, yes. And he said on April 11th, uh, and he also had like this huge manifesto of tweets. But he said on the seventh one out of 12, he said, effective immediately, I have resigned and released all shares, any uh, ownership and control of Good Pillow LLC. I want There's to no thank Will. Anything to do with him. Well, well, Will, his partner, uh, for his partnership, and I wish him absolutely nothing but success in the future for Good Pillow. Now, the fun thing about this is not one physical Good Pillow has hit the market, but it's expected to hit in July, and you can pre-order it. Expected in July. I would need a pillow by then. What am I going to buy a Good Pillow for? <laughs> All the way pillow, over there in July. Yeah, I need I a need pillow, pillow now. You know, you know who'll send you a pillow anytime? Mike Lindell with my pillow. Like that's who that's who we got to do. But remember, David Hogg wanted to create a progressive unionized company, and he failed. He didn't stick around for two months. Oh, but because he's a Harvard graduate, sorry, not graduate. He's a Harvard student now. So you got to. So you knew you were going to Harvard. He got into so, Harvard because he's a, he's a leftist celebrity. He doesn't even have the grades to get into Harvard. It's a joke. Listen, we need, like, as Mark Levin said, go to Hillsdale College to get all of your right wing. No, not, not right wing. But we need, a, we need a college that accepts Republican celebrities. Boy, oh boy, would I be in there somehow. All wow. the Turning Point USA kids would be yeah, in there gotta, first. But I'd be in there. Little bit. <laughs> Listen, not all, of us were, not all of us are reoccurring guests on the BBC or... New York Times. Oh, sorry, New York Post. Not New York Times. Post. That was Alexander Hamilton's newspaper. Don't give me that look. All right, so tune in next week where Evan does the show <laughs> by himself. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Screw no, David Hogg. It, really it really just goes to show, like, it's another example of how leftist ideology is all this pie-in-the-sky BS, and it doesn't, even, it doesn't work out. They're not even willing to stick through what they need to do to have it work out. And it goes to that with everything. Not stupid mm-hmm. pillow thing. Yeah, no, I mean, with, when it comes to just hog in general, just just upsets me because of his lack of his is not not his lack of, of direction because he seems very driven, but his just lack of knowledge on what he's talking about and it's again pushing the lie and it's again him say- dealing with the entire left gabe <laughs> listen listen i'm trying to coin the term and i think dinesh d'souza might have it but i'm still trying to say it more than him so it can be mine if democrats didn't have double standards they wouldn't have any standards at all and this doesn't go for every democrat this just goes for the big ones which is a lot of democrats <laughs> um, and every single leftist I- Yes, the leftists, the ones that are that have bigger cameras than we do and have more networks. One day we're going to get syndicated. Um, but I mean, looking at Hog, uh, he's like, you you want to try and create jobs for people. You want to make it union based. Good on you, but don't have people buying into your snake oil product. We all knew what it was 
And I think he said back in February, I can't wait for Ben Shapiro to criticize my new thing or whatever. Turns out that can't even happen because he's a seller. He sold his, his all of his shares. He's no longer part of it. Like, listen, I'm, I'm done. I'm going to make it's my own. Problem. We should. You know what? We are better business people, businessmen than David Hogg. You can actually buy this shirt for tech free speech at EmpireStateConservatives.com. EmpireStateConservatives.com. Use code GAVE10 for 10% off. That's enough of your New York State tax. That's off right there. Sales tax. Shipping is not included, I don't think, yet for orders over however many. Or do we well, still people have start buying, you know, more people start buying shirts, we can start offering free shipping. But remember, all of the proceeds of all of our shirt sales, all of our hat sales, all of that stuff goes back into spreading the word. We need that money in order to keep the lights on around here, people. I think that true. we are done for today. We are kind of limping to this end here, and I don't <laughs> just cut it right here. <laughs> no, listen, that's fine. I just wanted to plug in uh, my own, uh, our own merchandise because we're better salesmen than David Hogg. That's true. All right. So, guys, <laughs> once again, thank you so much for listening. If you watch live, thank you so much. Um, make sure that you follow Gabe on social media, and he will now tell you where you can find him. So, you can find me at, let's do Instagram first, uh, Baron.Montalvo, no correlation to the president's time. That's B A R O N dot Montalvo. On Twitter, it is Baron underscore Montalvo. On Facebook, the Baron Montalvo for my Facebook page. Uh, and if you uh, like news and updates and such, please uh, go to americanownews.com uh, or get our app at America Now News uh, for all of my writing and all the other writers over there. And if you are a young Republican in the tri-state area, or more specifically New York, please check out the New York and Republicans Club. A lot of great stuff there uh, happening there. Uh, and you can check out all their social media handles at NYYRC everywhere and at nyyrc.com yes and guys once again don't forget to visit our website at empirestateconservnetwork.com links to all of the shows and merch once again use gabe's code because he gets a little bit of money when you guys use gabe's code and gabe needs the money so he can buy another well, t-shirt yes actually yeah that, that'd be great this was a certainly an investment but i'll put my money back into the show because i love what we do here and i love the things that i have to say that's the spirit, Gabe. And guys, don't forget to follow us on Facebook. While we can't go live there, the group is still up, and I do post the audio links and all the other things on there. Our Facebook group, Empire State Conservatives. On Instagram, at underscore Empire State Conservatives. On Twitter, at Empire State Cons. On YouTube, at Empire State Conservative Networks. And that is it, guys. Um, hopefully, we will see you again later this week. If not, early next week. I am getting my shoulder surgery tomorrow. So that we will play that by ear. But guys, we are back. We are not going anywhere. There is still a lot of work to do. So for that, everybody, stay safe and don't let fear take your freedom. Mm -hmm.